Hi, and welcome to the Take the Cake podcast. I'm your host, Kate Noel. I love honest health and wellness, and I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome or welcome back to the Take the Cake podcast. My name is Kate Noel, and I'm the host of the show. Um, yeah, okay, we're, boop, boop, whoa. Okay, <laughs> I'm the host of the show, and I cannot speak sometimes. Uh, okay, so I am excited about today's episode, but I also think it might be a little bit sticky, meaning it might be a little confrontational. I feel like if I would have heard this when I was in my like midst of my healing journey with food and body challenges, I would have been like, ouchies, uh, it's a little bit tough. So I do want to say if if you feel like if you feel scared, then maybe challenge it. But this is gonna be a this is gonna be a personal story or stories about things I realized over my years of healing my uh, disordered eating and food and body challenges. Uh, these are things I realized that were deeper issues that actually were uh, my my desire to be skinny were masking. So if you don't know. I had a pretty long history, I have a pretty long history of food and body challenges. It evolved over the years and in 2017, gosh, I can't even remember, 2017 feels like a long time ago nowadays, 2017 I decided to recover and it really just changed my life and and now I share about it online and it's a part of my, who I am. Um, I'm fully recovered now and yeah. So I have had a lot of years of therapy, treat, I went to treatment, um, just doing my own personal, you know, book reading and podcast listening and all that jazz. I have really learned a lot about what my desire to be skinny was masking and what it really meant. And I think I'm going to title this episode, You Don't Want to Be Skinny, You Want to Be Ignorant, because... I didn't want to be skinny. I wanted to be ignorant. So that's kind of like one of the points that I want to talk about. But I have a few ideas of realizations I personally had that I think might be really interesting to talk about. For so, so, so long, I was fat phobic. So I had to address that. And with the fat phobia I had, I also felt like, to me, every solution involved losing weight to all of my problems in my life. Like I had, I if I had a problem in my life, I thought it could either be fixed or it would be way better to deal with this problem if I was skinny. And there's absolutely thin privilege in this world, and I have it. I'm not living in a larger body, and I want to acknowledge that. And I do think that some of these points or all of these points, hopefully, can maybe just get you thinking about what your desire, if you have a desire to be skinny, that's, I can't really think of a healthy desire to be skinny, but if you have an unhealthy desire to be skinny, I hate that word, Ugh. Um, I'm going to say it a lot. So if this episode is already feeling triggering, don't listen to it because it's not going to get 
better. So just want to say that. Um, come back when you feel like you're in a better place. It's always going to be here for you. So, um, but yeah, I, I'm just going to go through some of my personal realizations and maybe you'll relate to some of these. Okay, let's start. Let's get into it. I, for me, skinny was this kind of this desire to not grow up. It was this way that I could allow other people to care for me through worrying about me. So really, it was a lack of trust in other people that were my caretakers. And that's not because they weren't trustworthy. I had a great, I had great caretakers and a great childhood and a great family growing up. Um, but for some reason, I felt like I realized this uh, probably like a year into my recovery. I was like, oh, I think someone had mentioned it. Like, oh, like being skinny is this, um, or desire to be skinny is this physical look that for me was like manifested into like, well, other people will worry about me. So I don't have to like ask to be cared for. Or maybe it was even like this desire to not be alone in life. Like I was scared of being alone. I was scared that people would, wouldn't ask if I was okay and wouldn't be there for me if I just looked you know, like healthy, like average. And that's really sad. Um, but it's definitely something that I resonate with a lot. So it's this like, well, people won't worry about me if I look healthy. And the reality is, is that's not true. <laughs> I, again, it, I just needed to trust that the caretakers in my life would ask me if I was okay. Like my mom's always going to worry about me and and like not in the unhealthy way like she used to but like in a mom way and you know so I just needed to trust that I a would be taken care of and b this is even more important I think that I had to ask for help like I just always sat very passively in my life and waited for someone to ask me if I was okay and when people didn't ask me if I was okay I would get resentful and I'd get mad at them so that's not their problem. You know, that's my problem. That's something that I need to address. So I needed to be okay with asking people to care for me instead of waiting around for somebody to ask if I was okay. So this, so there's two parts here. That's the first part is, you know, being okay with asking for help and being okay with asking and saying, I'm not doing well. Can you, can I talk to you on the phone? And it was trusting that people would still care for me, even if I was healthy, right? Okay. The second um, realization I had was that skinny to me was a mask of this like safety blanket, kind of similar to the first one. I don't know what it was about, like, I, I, I don't know how this happened in our world, but I just feel like so many people, especially women, think that skinny is safe. And I, I, I think, like I said in the beginning of this episode, there is then privilege and there is some sense of safety that I think is very fucked up, but it's real in this world. But I felt way safer in my life when I was thin. But interestingly, I was actually putting myself in extreme danger, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, all the above. I was in danger. I was in danger mode. I was truly in fight or flight tunnel vision. I wasn't able to, 
I didn't have as much energy to be aware of my surroundings. I emotionally wasn't well. So it wasn't like I was actually safe at all. It really wasn't. The um, safety facade that I believed, um, it just wasn't real. It just wasn't, and it didn't, it didn't hold up to what I thought it really meant. Um, so I don't know. That's just like an interesting thing. I think like, I think about this like little baby blanket metaphor that I had like a baby blanket or something. And in reality, it wasn't, it was like a porcupine. (laughs) It wasn't actually a safety blanket. It didn't actually get me into a safe place. It made me really vulnerable and in a very dangerous place. Okay. How are we doing this? See, see what I mean? This episode, I'm like, who are, are we okay? Um, okay. Skinny to me is the next one. Skinny to me was a fake barometer for success. And I was comparing myself to people, uh, other people and comparing myself to my past self. So the, so it was a fake barometer for success. I didn't always know it was fake. I thought it was real. And the success that I got when I felt quote skinny, which is, you can't feel skinny, obviously can't feel fat. You can't feel skinny. But when I quote felt skinny, um, or I felt successful in my food and body journey that I was on that was unhealthy. It was this crazy thing where I was suffering, 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 suffering for like a single fleeting moment of success where I felt like I was doing finally a good job and then it would go away. It was like this intense feeling of euphoria and then it went away really fast. So it was very instant gratification and it didn't, it's interesting because in hindsight, it didn't really make me successful. It kind of did because, and this is really messed up, but I'm a model and an actor. And when I was in a thinner body, I was modeling for some companies regularly and um, I wasn't healthy and I was making money. And then I gained weight and then my modeling agency dropped me and I found a new agent. And now I'm working with clients in an agency that's way more aligned with me and that actually does feel successful. But like, again, this is even proving my point. Like the success I had from being thin and skinny in a disordered way was like not actually aligned with me. And it was fleeting and it didn't actually feel good. And I was in constant comparison mode comparing myself to myself, like yesterday, the day before, comparing myself to other people around me that I wanted to look like. Well, I wasn't comparing myself to people I didn't want to look like. It was only the people that I wanted to look like. So it was like a losing battle all the time. And it was just a fake barometer for success. I know in my personal life that I used to feel successful when I would have a day where I would eat a certain way that aligned with my disordered body image goals, or I would, um, you know, have a day where my, that side of me, that unhealthy side of me felt successful. That's the only area of life I was successful in all the other areas that I actually wanted to be successful in. I didn't feel like I was being successful. I didn't feel like I was living my highest potential. Now that I'm in a healthy body and have healthy food and body philosophy, um, I'm actually feeling successful in my life. For the first time in my romantic relationships, my professional life, my um, 
friendships, my emotional health, all these things, financial health, I'm actually achieving very tangible success that feels really, really, really good. And the comparison is not really there. And the comparison that I do have is more so like a healthy emulation, a healthy inspiration rather than comparison. Okay. Okay. (laughs) The next one, kind of similar. Skinny was a power trip that wasn't real. I felt very powerful when I was thin. Again. I was desperate. I was not powerful. I was a part. This is getting a little bit like political, I think, here, which is fine. But skinny for me was a power trip. But that power trip was actually like all about the patriarchy. It was all about being a part of a group of people who felt like they were better than other people, even though they weren't. I was not self-reliant. I was not um, independent. I didn't actually have power. The power that I desired was really power of, of trusting myself, of independence, of wanting, um, I don't know, like the power, like the group of people that I felt like I was a part of. This is so messed up. The group of people I felt like I was a part of when I was um, had my food and body challenges and my body reflected that to me um, was not that there's like a group of people. Like I'm, I guess what I'm trying to say is like I felt like I was a part of this specific, powerful, quote, group of people that had more self-control and they had more success and they had more things that they wanted in their life. When in reality, I was very unhappy. Again, I was not self-reliant. I was reliant on other people's power and other people's success. And very often, those people weren't good people. The people who were supporting me when I was, like the people who supported and support, you know, women and people having unhealthy relationships with food, having like a certain body, men who are fat phobic, women who are fat phobic, like I don't want to be associated with those people because they have power that's gross. It's disgusting. So like I kind of had this reality check where I was like, I don't want to be like a part of this stinky society that like is specific to keeping women small, right? Okay, let's move on before I get too mad. (laughs) Um, Okay, the next point I have for me was a realization was skinny was a false sense of control. So I think this one is a little more like common knowledge. Like I don't know anyone (laughs) who has a desire to be thin and has food and body challenges who doesn't feel like they just want control over their life and like that's like a false sense of control so to me I feel like monitoring my weight so closely was a false sense of control meaning meaning if I stayed above or below a certain number on the scale or what whatever I felt like I was in control of my life and I had control over my relationships it made me 
feel like I had control over um, all the things in my life that I didn't have control over and had control over. It was just this like band-aid of control. So something that really helped me with this one was actually thinking about all the areas of my life that I didn't have control in. Um, like really doing like an inventory of, okay, what do I not have control over? And is being, is monitoring my weight and my body closely actually giving me control over this or not? Cause it's not, it wasn't. And so I had to really ask myself, what do I actually want control over? And can I delegate all the eggs I put in this skinny basket? Can I take some of those eggs and put them into what I actually want to control in my life? What I actually want control over? Because what I actually wanted, like what I actually needed to do, and this is going to sound silly. What I actually needed to do was, oh, I just need to clean my room. My room is messy. It makes me feel out of control. Oh, I need to get a better job. My job isn't good. I need to get better modeling agents. Oh, I need to work on my relationships in my life. Like those are things I actually wanted control over that I didn't have control over that being a certain body weight didn't really change that. Um, yeah. Okay. (laughs) The next realization I had was, and I kind of talked about this a little bit already, but skinny for me was a major lack of trust in myself. I just, I, I just couldn't trust myself. I could, but I didn't think I could. And I, I don't know, my body image issues stemmed a lot from just the sheer fact that I didn't trust in my intuition. I didn't trust in my decision-making. I was indecisive. I was a people pleaser. And I, it reflected in just about every area of my life. I used to be very small, very quiet, very sweet, which I think I'm still pretty sweet, but now I'm spicy too. And it's good because I need to be a little, you gotta be a little spicy in our life, right? I was so small. My voice was different. I was soft-spoken. I didn't have as much trust. I would have never started a podcast. I would have never pursued acting. I would have never said, been able to say no to jobs that my agent sent me that I didn't want to do. I would have never been able to make intuitive decisions. I would have never been able to leave my past relationship. I would have never been able, yeah, I said that. I would have never been able to set boundaries in my social life. I would have never been able to trust in myself. I didn't. So it was a lack of trust in myself. I just reverted to body image and and weight and micromanaging that when I didn't trust in myself um, and I didn't trust in my intuitive decision-making and my intuitive skills. Okay. The last one I want to talk about, the title of this podcast, I think, skinny for me was ignorance. This is kind of a more of like a blanket statement. I think this can apply to all these points. Skinny to me was ignorance. There is this really kind of um, indescribable ignorance that we have, I had, when I was struggling. I was choosing to not like be woke. Like Honestly, I was choosing to be ignorant. Once you wake up, once we wake up to what our food and body challenges actually are holding us back from and actually are 
like once we like see what it what it really is we can't really go back right like it's like once you're woke you can't really go back to ignorance unless you i think go into an environment where that's you know you're supported by other people in their own ignorance but i mean most of the time you know once you change your core beliefs for example you can't change that i mean you can but it's like really hard so to me i just skinny was ignorance of so much you know i i didn't care about this is really embarrassing but i i didn't care about like important events in the world because i was too busy being skinny i didn't care about um you know my emotional life i was not sensitive i was not empathetic because i was too busy being skinny i didn't care about like I didn't really, like I cared, but I didn't like really care. I didn't speak or I didn't stand up for things in this world. I didn't have a voice. I didn't stand up for myself and I didn't stand up for the people who I wanted to stand up for because I was too busy being ignorant because I was too busy trying to be skinny. So those are all the realizations I thought of and I have plenty more. Maybe if you want me to do a part two, I can. Um, but look, I know that this episode probably wasn't like you're on your little walk and you're like oh this is like I'm smiling the whole time because it doesn't feel good to be at least for me like if like I said if I would have heard this episode I would have been like ouch like it's it's good to be ignorant right it feels good to not know and I actually really empathize with that and I don't think it's bad I don't think it's bad to like sometimes say like I can't listen to this right I can't face this right now um and so hopefully you feel inspired and I hopefully you feel heard and seen by listening to this. Um, but regardless, even you listening, I think is an amazing like self-love act, I think, right? So good job. <laughs> um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did like it, please subscribe to this podcast. Leave me a rating and a review if you enjoyed it and let me know what you thought. Um, I hope that everyone has an amazing rest of your week, weekend, all that jazz, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now.